All right, we're done with that. All right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about that part. So I know y'all probably going to look at it like that sounded a little different, and it does. So two parts to that. One part, I have a little piece that goes to the equipment here that I can't find because I'm pretty sure my son Briggs stole it so he can run his uh, headphones on his uh, little uh, PlayStation, Xbox, or whatever that is. So uh, that's missing, so I'm playing it straight from my phone. But I can't just be boring coming in it, so I had to just go ahead and play some music. But then after about, I'd say, what was that, 10 seconds worth, I was pretty much done. Yeah. We'll go ahead and move on with that. That's, that's, that's probably the shortest I've ever done it, which actually works out pretty good because I think it gets a little long. But anyway, but there's a lot of changes, right, Tony? What's, what's going on? What are we doing today? Well, we're in a new place right now. We're at, um, we are over at Carolina Motor Works, um, kind of our little new studio. Not sure how temporary, how long-term. Gary Simrel was fortunate enough, was really awesome enough to let us use it, so we were fortunate to have it. So we're set up here right now, and it's, so everybody's got to bear with us on some of the sound and some things like that because we're working out new microphone stands and just trying to figure out how we're going to do things so and he, really he, trying to figure out because we're really getting ready to start bumping in on this like we're, oh yeah yeah we're yeah. going in so i'm gonna go ahead and let's talk about gary samuel appreciate him uh carolina motor works um check him out online he's i think he's got a facebook and everything with that business um hospitality heat and air uh gene and gina lucas appreciate you couldn't do it without you for sure haven miller same thing haven miller state farm out there on main street in rock hill uh, for all your insurance needs, spikes, fresh pork skins, and boiled peanuts. Appreciate the spike. Now we now we got to get a little some little uh, boiled peanuts and uh, pork skins in here. Um, so those are the those are the main uh, sponsors we have right now still that's still holding strong with us. And uh, I think we have well we talked about one more. I think we're going to bring on. Um, I want to give some individual shout-outs. Uh, one to a local business that is uh, open. Kind of a beginning opening, a fresh opening, but I'm sure it's going to get a little bit more. They might do another one. It's B&B Southern Shop right there on Main Street. Well, I'd say North Congress Street in York. So I went by there today. Uh, they're going to start selling my uh, beard oil and beard balm. It is a men's shop. So it is a bona fide men's shop. Now, they have young boys clothing like your Southern Fried Cotton, fishing shirts. They do tux rentals. They do suits. They do custom orders as far as tailoring measurements i think that's pretty i think that's a pretty exciting thing i mean because you got ever since the men's shop shut down in in york you know they got one in rock hill but that was a that was that men's shop in york was a staple my dad used to go get a lot of his stuff there and uh i think that's a pretty big thing so shout out to them man i want i went in there this morning and that's a that's a nice little spot right there on the corner and to me i think that if if we've learned anything the past few years is is that if you have an opportunity to go somewhere small business or somebody not chain then I, I think that we owe it to them somebody that's if you're going out on the limb right now and trying to open a business can I, can right I say now, a men's shop though you can say is a that, men's shop okay I just yeah. don't know you're man not, you don't know the, you don't know the temperature of the room well, but well the temperature of this room this is room, this straight up masculine this, yeah. this room's warmer than this, a mug yeah this, ro- this, right. this room this, is straight yeah this so but you know like it, it's one of the reasons I'll drive all the way past Lowe's and Home Depot to go to Alex Dorsey at True Value. He's such a good dude. But but it's also, I always give him the first chance. Right. Always. And then he'll be the first one to say, I can't get, or I can order it. Right. Well, dude, I got water in my backyard. I can't, you can't order it. I need it now. <laughs> right. Go somewhere and get it. But, <laughs> yeah. So, and especially something like that. Give, start giving some of these people a chance to earn your business. Right. And don't think, oh, I got to drive to York. So what? 
Yeah. That I promise you, he's going to put his money better to use than than a chain. That well, he care. does a lot of stuff. He does he does a lot of stuff like back to the community too. That's right. When you have local. So, you know, it, we just need to start really helping and take advantage of supporting you small business and people that are trying it right now because it takes more balls to do it right now than it ever has. For sure. So yeah. For I sure. I think that's a good thing. I, well, I'll, I'm definitely going to go try it. I got to get because. This tour I'm about to go on, I can't wear cargos and t-shirts, so I'm gonna no, have to get, you can't. Few, get yeah. a few nice items. Yeah, you're gonna have to get. I'm looking at getting a sport coat, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. go talk to them because I think I can get it, get a sport coat kind of to fit me with everything I got going on. Um, it's gonna be new, but but so while that you just said it, let's we got some decent changes. Let's. Well, let's I want to talk about. I want to talk about sweet tea. I want to yeah, give a shout out to to sweet tea refill yep. in York too. Yep. They have done a tremendous wow. job for me. Uh, with the bearded mother trucker because I'm going through some changes with that that I'll talk on in a minute but uh, they have taken a lot of the weight off of me as far as uh, helping to make it fun for me again right um, and not be so stressful as far as you know just really wanting to it to be a hobby um, so they pretty much do they pretty much handle all my merchandise now if you and do, that's that's fantastic that's right. for me that's I don't right. have to have tons of stuff in the house that's right you know I don't have to do select orders extra, what they have is what they extra, have you're not you know, now you don't have to try and figure out and sell how 20 older shirts. Nope. But if somebody does call over there and doesn't mind asking her to return my text, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> that's, so. a shot. that's a shot to Amber right there. <laughs> right. So if you don't mind, I mean, I know she's busy, but I think six I weeks. I mean, but how busy six is weeks she? Is, six weeks is fair. I think how busy weeks. is she? I don't know. I can't answer that. I mean, if we're talking about Sweet Tea and Amber not returning your phone calls or not returning your texts on a podcast, maybe maybe some people will give her a shout out and say, hey, I think you need to give old bars a shout back, huh? Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt at all. Yeah, I think all I, right, so maybe we can make that happen. So let's, uh, let's catch up, man. What you know what I'm saying? When we first talked, you had just got your feet in the water. You you know what I'm saying? But now that you're kind politics, of, yes, you're kind of in the midst of what you're doing. Um, I, th- it's different, right? It's it's not what you think when you go in. I will say that 100. percent You think you're just going to run and that's it. And I've already been to speak at a Repub- York County Republicans meeting. Um, I've been contacted by a lot of people um, in the Republican Party locally. Um, I have probably, um, I have started to, to understand who's in it for the right reasons and who's in it for the not so right reasons. Um, I've all started to understand that some of your people that support you. This is a good point. I will say this. This is this is the way that politics work. You can be in, you can be running for an office, correct? And you can have a lot of other friends that are in politics. I'm not speaking specifically because most people are going to say he's talking about Brandon. That's not it. Brandon right. was the first one to come out right. and support me. But I will say, um, if you're looking for an endorsement, most people want something. If you are looking for a blind endorsement, like somebody just to come out and speak on your behalf that you didn't ask for, it's not going to happen because they want to know that you're going to win first or they want to know that the possibility that you're going to win is there. If they don't know that, they're not saying nothing. Take away the friendships and all that out of it. They're not going to do it. And that's probably been the biggest surprise. Not, I guess, personally, but not if I'm thinking about it outside of me running just the way that I see politics in general. That's the way it is. Right. But that's also why I'm not asking for endorsements because I don't want to owe you nothing. Right. I'm not asking anybody for any favors. I don't want to owe you nothing. I'm not asking businesses and all these other people for money. I don't want to owe you anything. 
I take private donations from citizens or constituents in that county, and I've been cool with that. Right. Have I raised a lot of money? No. Am I cool with that? Absolutely. Right. Because I only owe those people, which is what I'm running for in the first right. place. Well, and it's also, to me, it's, it, I think it highlights the past six years about politics, how it's been exposed, that it is never for the people. No. It is never. No. And, and you know, you're starting to see that now and with parts of the county and parts of people in the city. And, you know, you see it when something like the Panthers thing, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care how you fall on it, who you agree with, because the one thing I do know is what you're seeing on TV and in the news and what you're reading on people's posts, that's not really the whole story about this. They're, they're making it look like, you know, Rock Hill didn't pay any bills and this and this. Now, the, the more you're starting to learn about it, I'm wondering if the dude was really, he used this as a bargaining chip against Charlotte from the very beginning. Which most people you would think there's mm-hmm. no way they would do it, but he's got the money to do well, it. But also he has the incentive to do it. So now, and you know, I don't know him. I don't know the man. He could be a good guy. He could have good intentions. He could have meant it. I don't know. But you're just looking at it like the fact that, you know, when anything went sideways, there was absolutely zero working on it. Now, this isn't a, this isn't to talk about that, but what but what bothered me is how certain county council, city, and stuff like that looked at it as their opportunity to try and capitalize specifically on specifically one. That's what bothered. That's me, me. specifically that, one. That and and to me, what bothered me is, he, were you put there to 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 attack other people, or were you put there to support the county? Because in all honesty, the city's within the county. So if you're a county council member and you want the city to fail because you can't win something in the city, then right. you see what I'm right. saying? Because you're still you're still a county councilman or a city councilman or whatever the case pick is. Pick one. First well, of all, pick well, one. Where pick do you want to be? You should pick one. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be on county or do you want to be right. in some city I, office? Pick I one. That. I get that. But aside from that, I'm just you take that one aside. I'm talking about one of the things that I don't like is just a little bit that I've learned about the county and state and this and this, you know, on our level here, you know, the city's on, the county's almost like there's, you know, how many districts are there? Six total districts. As far county. as what? Yeah, county. Six. In the no, you have seven seats. Seven, seven right. seats. So you take those seven seats. To me, those seven people should still look at it like we should all fight for the county. Now, I realize that you have a set, you have a district, other people have a district. And there's things that apply to that district that don't apply to the next next district. But I shouldn't fight you for that because in all, we should be fighting for the county. Okay, I'm going to be honest real quick, right? Okay. Because I told you, you, this is you and I speaking. I know that a lot right. of people are going to hear this, but I told you that I was not scared to lose, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, there are certain things that I'm just not going to go. I'm right. not going to go there. Right. But I will tell you that from what I understand and what I've witnessed, right, is you have certain people on county on the county council, that if an issue comes up in their specific district, they will tell you, don't speak on my district. Yeah, but you vote, and, and, and buddy, let me tell you, like, don't come, if, if for whatever reason I win in my district, I hope and pray that somebody comes to me and says, you don't have no say on my district, you vote. You do you don't say nothing. You don't ask questions. You don't do nothing. I, pr- I, pr- <laughs> do you I know hope. How, 
Do you know how bad I would do with that? I'm not going to do it. Like I, I live in York. I live in York County. That's exactly right. I am representing my district and what I think is best for the people in my district because all of the districts are different. They are. But if you got something coming up in Fort Mill that I think is detrimental to the residents and I think that you have a special interest in in why you're voting, I'm going to say it and I'm going to call you out on it and I'm going to vote the way that I see fit. If I reach I'm probably going to reach out to people in your zone, in your district and right. ask them what do you think about this? What do you they're, think about this? They're saying you think it's a great idea. Yep. They're full of There's crap. somebody that walks around in the district or in the county council that's always there, that's not on county council, that will come up to you and tell you, don't you don't you meddle into this district. Don't you meddle. I'm, no, no, but see, please, here, please. But, here, but see, here's the thing. They know who they are, too. And this, this to me, highlights is, highlights and exposes on a on a broader scale why we are where we are because of that exact same thing because there is there's establishment there's the establishment just isn't federal or national right it's local it's state yeah. it's everything and to me it's going to go into what we're going to talk about but to me that this is why if you look historically what the country was founded on were good people working people that mm-hmm. took some time away from what they were doing to represent. Right. Not be served. Nope. Not be not rule. Nope. They to represent. Not to gain to personal. Rep, not to, to gain and that personally. Was at every single level. Right. But on every single level, you see that it is not. It is about let me get what I can here to get what I can next. Or I'm only on here for my own self interest. Right. So this is where, you know, you, Guffy, and some more people that aren't established politicians, that this is the only way that this is going to turn around. So we had, I had an issue. I mean, I'm on a roll. Let's go. So here's my problem with the Republican Party, and I'm a registered Republican. Number one, nobody's going to tell me that I'm not a Republican. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. they're not going to say, oh, you're a Republican in name only. No, I know that I'm a Republican. That's what I'm running as. We can get into the whole, you know, but I do feel like there's certain issues in the Republican Party. Here's my issue with the Republican Party right now locally. There is a socioeconomic divide. Right. You have all of the Republicans. I feel like, me personally, I'm on the Republican side of the blue-collar Republican, right, that works, that are in trade work, Farmers, small government, small government, small government. Now you also have the more affluent side of the Republican Party that want to use their pool, whether it be financially or their position in their in their community, to get things their way that benefits just that section of the Republican Party, not the Republican Party as a whole. So you have people in the Republican Party, two fractions that are constantly, right. and I saw it within the past month right. over whether it be some local school board issues or not. I've had Republicans that are upset at me because I was because I was standing either, up for either, the people. Because you're either too Republican or not enough or Republican. Or I'm not enough Republican. But because they feel like they are the established long-term Republicans, they are allowed to call me a rhino, Republican in name only. You don't have the authority to tell me what I am. Right. You don't. But see, 
And I heard so many times in so many meetings, well, I've represented this district or I've been at this uh, voter uh, precinct for 30 years. I was here back, and my question to them is, all right, so who are you teaching to take over when you're done? Right. Well, I mean, I don't plan, well, then that tells me you're doing it for you. If you're doing it for the Republican Party, you got somebody in the wings that you're showing in the ropes. All you want to do is just keep telling everybody that you're in control and you have the power and you know better than everybody else. This is a small part. This is why I cannot stand, and and I don't want to dive too far into it because we're still. But the two party system is what causes this. It mm-hmm. causes them to be able to control you because you can't run for anything. Like you can't. If I was going to try and run against somebody that is truly established with the Republican Party, you can't do it. No. Because you're never, not one single person, even though you could have everybody in that party know, damn, he's better for us. But right. they can't step outside the Republican Party and endorse you because then they're, they're you know, they're, they're going to be not in the cool club anymore. Right. So It's groupthink. But, but what I'm saying is, is to me, I wish the county council was similar to city councils where you didn't have to run in a party. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the two-party system is not just what has us in trouble nationally, but it has us in trouble locally. Because there's a lot of people that would represent this county very well, but they and they live in certain areas, it, the, the affluent parts of the area or the county or whatever, they would represent this county way better. Right. But they're not stupid enough to know that they can't take on the machine. So if, if you're a moderate person, now I'm not talking about Democrat or Republican, right. because the one thing I've learned is there are as many absolutely terrible for us Republicans as there are Democrats. There are some Democrats that I would trust with my life more than I'd trust a Republican. I don't care about parties anymore. Mm-hmm. Th- that has us where we're at right now. It, it, is, it is what allows people to continue to disregard their constituents the way they do. The two-party system is why we're failing as a country. But it also keeps good people from representing. Right. And it also allows, because here's the thing. You might not have long, long, long term serving people on county council like you do in Congress and the Senate. But if all I do is hand it to the next person to do it like me, you might as well have a 40-year county council member. Right. Or or a 30-year county council member. Because if I'm in this district and all I'm doing is passing it on to the next person that's going to do just like me, then what's the point? Right. So, and that's that's the frustration that I've seen in, in, in you and I just talking and what we're seeing. Well, look at my race specifically, right? I have no personal issues with anybody I'm running against. But I do see uh, the passion that people have for the person that they want to vote for. And you've also reached out to both of you I've, guys. I've reached out to both of them. Before they reached out to me, I reached out to them. You because no matter what, if I lose, my, my fight is still for District 3, no matter what. And I'm going to support both of them. But here's what I will say on that, and, and this is probably the only time that I'll ever speak on it. I'll never go on Facebook and do it because I just feel like I'm a little bit above that as far as with the Facebook and all That's that. That's right. But you have a lot of people out there that are going to vote, probably for me too, but I would like to think that the people that are voting for me are not just voting for me because they're my friend. Right. Because politically, I need them to understand what I'm doing, what I'm running for, right. why I'm running. I think that you have a lot of people on the other two sides that are voting because they know that person and they're friends with that person and they trust that person. But I also know that 
based on the conversations I've had with those two, they are one-sided. They are one-sided, and I know why they're running, and I understand why they're running, and they have one interest as to why they're running, and that's to protect something that's personally dear to them, right. period. I can 100% tell you that I am not running for one interest. I am running for the whole interest of District 3. Right. That means Smyrna. That means York. That means Hickory Grove. That means Sharon. That means the outside of uh, city limits of Clover. So I want to talk to them. It is... At the same time, the people that are running, I want to protect their one interest that That's they right. have as to why they're running. That's right. But it's not just, hey, I want to run to protect them because I feel like they're infringing on what I got going on for me. And that is not why I'm running. you can't be – I don't care what you're trying to do, what you're trying to represent. If they both have beefs. That's they right. both have individual beefs. I understand that is a good reason to run. Right. But now you win, right? Now people vote, for, vote you in and you win. Now you're going to push and try to, and I hope it works out to where you win what you want to win for your personal interest. But, once but for the won, rest of the other four years, what are you going to do? But once you've won it, now what are you going to do? do? You care? What do you care? Well, but now you have to care about everything. No, that's what I'm saying. And you better if, know about everything. If I came on for one reason and I win that reason, I don't care after that. And then now I'm not that, saying they don't care. I'm I just know, saying they have I'm won. In general, right. what happens then is that goes to what I said earlier about. Because people on the rest of the council are also smart enough to know, dude, this dude's only one-dimensional. They want one-dimensional people on the county council. Yeah, And I'm 100%. talking about a few of the, you, you know, old, a few of your people that, that think the county council is only geared towards two sections of the county. Right. That is their dream county council member. Right. Because they're smart enough to know, give him what he wants and he'll vote with us forever. Right, that's because, 100%. Because that's, 100%. that's not going to affect us. Give it to him. I don't care Right. because we don't have those in our area. Right. But if I go to him and say, look, we're going to look out for you. We're going to get you this, but just remember that. you got to scratch my back now. Because, but well, he, it's not even a scratch in the back because he doesn't care. Right. He's already got what he wants. He gets to go home. He's only coming in there the rest of the four years on Monday nights to, to sit down at the meeting. Right. And then when he looks down there and watches, okay, those three raise their hand. I'm with them. Yeah. So – that that's the problem I have with all of it. It is right. this back door, because, and if we don't stop some of that, and we don't stop sending these same people into positions, then then don't look up and be surprised what you have. Right. Don't be surprised when we have lawlessness in this county. When we have when when you live in an area and you're like, why did this just happen? I'll tell you why this happened, because y'all voted for somebody. Because somebody else told you to. Right. So. That's the one thing that I see. That one of those candidates will be their dream candidate because right. they're already over there thinking. I can 100% tell you right now, I am not at least three people on county council. I'm not their dream candidate. Well, and, but to me, and, and that it, makes me feel good. It, I wear that as a badge I'll be of honest honor. With you, even if I didn't know you, if somebody told me these three people on county council that dominate county council don't want that guy running. I'm going to find out what I can about that candidate because I already think he's important because they don't – because if I'm like, why? Well, we don't like how he parts his hair. Well, hold on a second now. That's kind of stupid. Right. But when you already – and this is where people have got to stop just putting their heads in the sand because if I come to you at, at these little town hall meetings and tell you something and that's the last time I hold you to task, that's my fault. So these people that are running for their interest – if all you do is vote for them, put them in there, and then don't ever hold them accountable, yeah. 
But but you got to realize the reason they're able to do this is because they're going to their little pockets of community and say we're fighting for you, we're fighting for you. They're not. They're fighting for themselves. No. Brother, they're, let me tell you face to face right now. There isn't. There is a an elitist type faction in in county government. Oh yeah. And, and 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 that is the establishment. There is an establishment right now. And let me tell you, they do not like me. But, and I have already started to fight with that certain group right, of establishment. Right. And it is getting fun. And, that's and awesome. really and truly, the best thing that can happen for them is for me to win. Because if I lose, then I'm a, I'm I'm oh, I feel more free. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna tell yeah. everything. Because you've I've learned it. I've learned that's everything. That's the problem. I now have learned it. You have enough. I know how it works. You have enough of a general knowledge. And I've taken notes. Well, too, you're brother. gonna make it difficult. Yep. And to me, but this goes back to what we said before. It's compromise, compromise, compromise. You know. You think you're going to go wild when you retire, man? Bruh. Well, but you know, to me, me, like I said, I, this is why, you know, the whole political spectrum and all of it is frustrating to a person mm-hmm. like me, because I don't care about anything. I don't care. You know, the one thing that'll change for me forever is if I know a person that is running as a Democrat, but I know that is a good person. Mm-hmm. And this person's a Republican. And I don't I don't trust him. I don't trust him or her. And I don't think that they're gonna have my family's best interest. I'm voting for the Democrat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't and that could be in local, state, federal, I don't care. Because in and until we all start adopting that mentality, that's why you're paying five dollars a gallon for gas right now. Right. Is because everybody just looks at it like I gotta vote who they're telling me to vote for. Right. You know, and so I think that to me, you know, we as a society and as a country and everybody else, our compromising of everything that we stand for, I believe, has us where we are right now. Right. I, I believe that compromising on every single level. Now, I put a post about it a, a while back, and somebody said, You're gonna lose some friends over this. And I said, I don't care. And, and I'm talking about <laughs> right, right. I'm talking about Disney. Now, and, and certain people were like, somebody reached out to me and said, man, we had already paid for hours, whatever. Okay, fine. All right? But you have to understand something. It doesn't matter what a bunch of people do outside the gates of Disney if everybody else is still walking through the gates. Now, right. you don't have to agree with me about why I don't care for Disney. But if you're taking your kids into a park, and what everybody has to understand is, I know there's a lot of people that grew up with Disney and their parents took them there and they love what Disney stood for. That's not your Disney. That is not your Disney anymore. When 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 you're watching, when your kids are sitting in front of a TV for hours and they are putting phallic symbols in there, they're putting sexual references in there, they're putting things in the cartoons for that exact reason. And these people don't see Disney the way that Walt Disney saw it. Now, I believe that's terrible, but I can't control that. But I can control where my money goes. Right. And the only way that you can make t- things change is if we stand up a little bit at a time. Now, just the out-and-out boycotting of things, I'll never say that. It's not about boycott this and this, but it, you look when some of this first started, they fired like a person really high up at Disney. Mm-hmm. So it started the process. But if you if you think, okay, they fired him, let's go back to it. 
That's just going to be a facade of it. Right. You know, there's a reason. If you look at every aspect of our society right now, the reason that I'm angry and so passionate about this, and I don't have to be because my kids are grown, but if you look at every single thing that is right now geared, it is geared towards our children because they are smart enough to know, and I'm talking about the sick, demented part of the left that knows if we can get the entire next generation hooked, we'll take this country Mm -hmm. apart. There's a reason that they're attacking our kids. There's a reason that they are attacking our children's sexuality and making them so confused in who they are that you have to follow them. Now, it, you, certain your choices and your internal things, that's fine. I don't, you don't have to think like me. I don't want you to. Right. But if you can look at it and think that what Disney is doing is okay, they are, and here's the thing that bothers me. If you look at when Florida did that law, what is the very first thing that Disney came out and did? They said it's the don't say gay law. Because, they try to control the narrative. Because then it was about anti-gay. It was never about anti-gay. Mm-hmm. It was about you not being able to talk to my child about, about sex. It was about parental rights, which it, is what the bill was legitimately called, the right. parental rights right. bill. But, but so to me, and the people that still take their kids and spend money and do everything down there, you might sit there and say, I don't agree with them. I'm just trying to have my kids a good time. You are agreeing with them. Yeah. Because you're pumping money in them, and they're looking at it and saying, I don't care about the 50,000 people at the gate. Yeah. 300,000 people walked in there today. Right. So, but they've already, if you look at the hit that it's already took financially, that's the only way you can do it. So, and I'm not, this is not an admonition on Disney or anybody that went down there. I feel bad that, that, that Disney has become what it has come. But that's not my fault. Right. But if you have children and can look past what they're trying to promote just because you want to take your kids to see a mouse, then you are part of the problem. And I don't care if you don't like me for saying that. I don't really care. But it's the compromising. It is the constant, never-ending compromising. And if you look at it, it is always the good, the Christians, and all of us that are told, just just don't, don't be argumentative. Right. Well, Compr- can, they're the ones that are told to compromise. Right. Because the and it, because anytime you disagree, they are able to put a label on you. Mm-hmm. Now, you can label me anything you want, because I'm going to tell you right now, I, my sole focus is to fight for children and those that are the weakest among us that can't protect themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like me anymore for that, I could give two shits. I, and that's the honest to God's that's truth. That's the first time I've ever heard you say a customer. Well, and it, this thing really has me mad, man. Right. I have, this thing has me. I mean, ever. At like, you don't even, you don't even spell out cuss words. I, I will spell cuss <laughs> words, but it's normally just a double S or something like that. But, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm so angry about it. And the only reason I'm angry is because I see some people that I know that don't feel this way. But they're so scared to step outside right. of their expectations and what they're told to do that by you doing that, it, it has emboldened these people to keep doing what they're doing. You know, if you look at it, the there's a compromise always, a good compromise and a bad compromise. There's good dialogue and there's bad dialogue. You know, it, two people that disagree used to be able to disagree, and but yet still, I might not like a lot of what my neighbor agrees with, but I'm always, I would always have him at my house to eat. Right. I would always, if I see him in trouble, I'm going to help him. But 
but now we have all been taught if you disagree with somebody, you got to hate them. Mm-hmm. You got to hate them. So now what's that do? The, the people that are good just look at it like, I don't want people to not like me, so I'll just agree with what everybody's right. saying because I don't want people to not like me. Well, look what it's done. Right. Look what it's allowed. You know they, who's not compromising? Who? Which group would, is never compromises? Who's that? The bad, the bad group. Oh, yeah, like, they don't have to. They don't have to. Because, they're, because if they're, they'll just start screaming. Yeah. And see, if you look at social media, social media started out in its inception as a great thing. You look right. at it. When it first started, man, you, you, you caught up with people in high school you ain't seen in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I saw, man, I talked to people that I was in Tunis, Tunisia with in the Marine Corps that I hadn't talked to in forever, that that is a good thing. You know, it's able, you, you can see, you can learn things. You, you, with social media, you can pick up something and get, you used to have to go to the library and get a book for it. Right. And it's right, right there in your hands. But the, the, the evil among us were smart enough to know, let's capture that. That's right. why you look at all your media conglomerations are controlled by two or three groups. Mm-hmm. And it, they're all sick. So, and what they've done is, anybody that disagrees with them, they either squash them, mm-hmm. they label them, they put a label on them that makes them scared to say anything, or they absolutely smear them. That is what social media, social media. Or they, or they just don't give them a voice no more. The, the, the they very, take away the voice unless you have right. avenues that's to go right. somewhere else. The, the weakest among us are now the strongest. And that's the problem. You get, this is the weakest among us are now the strongest in, in every, every aspect of it. So, you know, that's why you look at the certain, the voices that are the absolute loudest is because they get the biggest platform. Mm-hmm. And then the people, you, me, and other people that disagree with it, we just say, let's just focus on raising our kids and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Christians, good common sense people have done that for the past 15 years and we've lost the country and we are on the real verge of it getting to be a legitimate crisis and I think that you know I think that and what I find funny is people like me for four or five years now that have been called conspiracy theorists people are starting to go okay I might have done that one or two times you did you told me that a lot (laughs) you were like I would put something you were like dude I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find your dag on temple hat. Right, like trying right. to figure out what pocket but, you done folded it up in. But you're starting to, and it's, and I'm not trying to, and, and a lot of times I'm, I'm sharing what I'm seeing and, and learning. I got you. Yeah. But I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not this person that predicted a lot of this. But I just started looking at it, and I did see that this is, this whole great reset that they talked about, and everything about reestablishing control. We're in the midst of it. You know, you look at the things that all of a sudden we can't get anymore. Baby formula. Out of nowhere, baby formula. Right. But once again, what does it come down to? Children. Children. So, you know, and to me, I want everybody to stop for just one second and think about the other day. 49 U.S. senators voted to be able to kill a child moments before birth. Now, you can argue about abortion and people can have their feelings on it. I don't. If somebody's pro-choice or pro-life, I will never be mad at them or hate them for it because that's their particular choice. I have always yeah, and felt, most people's choices and opinions are based on personal experiences. And I and I, and and I, I have never tried right. to impose a pro-choice or pro-life on anybody. Right. I believe what I believe. I just believe the government should be completely removed from abortion altogether. The well, state, that's kind of where that's kind of where the, they're trying to get that, to. That's where they're trying to get back to. But 
But you got to realize, it, you know, to, to me, so those, so we have 49 senators just voted to allow a child to be murdered. And it, it's not even a blip on the radar. Right. Dude, I almost bawled when I saw it because I don't look at things just as, well, we got 51 to 49. Right. <laughs> 40, half, half of our country's elected officials in the U.S. Senate voted to murder a baby moments before birth. And it, it, if now we're not talking about abortion anymore. We're not talking about a simple, simple differences in how you feel right. about that. So, and by us continuing to not get pissed off at that and stand up to it. Now, not every fight has to be physical. Right. But I can tell you right now, if we don't start fighting the way we should fight, then every fight is going to be physical. Because I'm telling you right now, the country is leaning towards some massive choices about some civil unrest. You know, when you're, when you're talking gas where it is, you can't get baby formula. Now... If I got three kids, I might not fight you over some gas. My children starving to death. Yeah. You know, you can't just give babies steak and green beans or vegetables. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. So, right. but I also think that this goes back to what do they want? Hysteria. Mm-hmm. And, and how little regard do they show for us? But, but you're going to see people that aren't getting mad about it. Now, nobody can get formula, but you know where they're sending it? To the border. Right. Because they want to make sure that the people coming across with, with children. Because in three or four years when they're in here and want to vote, they're going to think, well, darn, they gave me baby formula. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, I, to me, if people don't start getting angry, now you don't have to get to the level that I am or you don't right. have to get to the level to where you want to get. I don't want anybody to get angry where they're violent. But if you don't get angry enough to start paying attention to what people are voting and what they're doing, then don't be surprised when you're watching kids, kids starve to death and you're continuing to watch our country being ripped apart. You know, everybody's been talking about gas for a while. I just got our new truck. I, now, there was no sense in, in getting mad about it, but it, it cost me $90 to fill that truck up, and it was just under a half a tank. Now, I didn't laugh like, ha, ha, I'm loaded, this is funny. I laughed like, you cocksuckers, this really pisses me <laughs> off. Right. You know? But, right. But now, it ain't going to be no good fight the guy beside me at the pump or right. tear something up. But if everybody doesn't just stop it, you can stop just putting pictures up of your the, the money you spent on it. Because if all you do is go back and do the same thing you've been doing, then guess what? You ain't changing nothing. Right. So if just because somebody with a D or a R beside their name tells you to do something, then understand that's what it looks like. There's parts of this Republican Party I cannot and will not wrap my arms around and be any part of. I won't. There's parts of the Democratic Party that I don't know how some of my friends can remain Democrats (laughs) with. I don't. You know, because it's not about, it's not about, this isn't about Trump. Everybody, and that's what they've been able to do. They've made this about one person. And it's not. It is about what are we going to do as a society? Are we not going to stand up? Because it, the more that we don't, the more that we lose. And I, I'm telling you, man, I believe that we are on the verge of some ungodly civil unrest in this country. I do. From 30 years of where I work and what I'm seeing this past couple of days, man, when we're going to calls and I'm dealing with stuff, 
man, there is an edge and an anger in people that I've never seen before. And it's on calls where they shouldn't be angry. Right. But they're pissed and they're angry. So you're talking about we are sitting on a powder keg where one or two events could really flip that over the edge. Right. And I think that what you're starting to see is what they're doing is I think that they're pushing, 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 pushing to get it, the gas. This would be the most easily resolved. Turn Turn the pipeline back on. Well, turn the pipeline back pipeline back on, but we have reserves too that they just but, don't want to tap into. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. So, it's a fixable problem, but they're not going to because they're loving the turmoil. You, why is it that out of nowhere baby formula you can't get? Yeah, we ain't just had a gazillion babies. <laughs> you know, think about that. So, just look at it outside of just. Damn, I guess they stopped making. They, how, why we run out of baby formula? Think about that. Right. But what can that, that can cause an hysteria that other things can't. Now, I will tell you, this is where I disagree, but you go back to President Obama's middle of his first term when everybody was enamored with him for two years, three years. It started to fall apart towards the end of his first term. Right. What did they do right before the election? They put about 30 million people. Now, first what they did is they crippled and started to destroy the economy, okay? Then what they do? They put about 25 to 30 million Americans on food stamps. Now, if the economy's terrible, and I can't afford to feed my family, and you're giving me food stamps and telling me the guy that's going to replace me is taking them, I don't give a damn whether you're a Democrat <laughs> or Republican. My kid got to eat. So what did that do? So you immediately created 30 million Democrats overnight by just simply giving them something and promising to take it away. What do you think they're doing now? We're getting close to the midterms. So what are they doing? They're destroying the economy. They're destroying everything. And as you get closer to it, they're going to start to give some things back and say they did it. And what's going to happen? This country is so stupid that they're going to go, God, well, we can't give the Republicans or anybody else a chance now because they're starting to fix it. Well, but here's the here's the here's the problem with that too. When you were talking about compromising, there's always a balance, right? So when you're leaning so far left and pissing everybody off, you're not going to get what I think we need, which would be a a, a moderate type right. You're going to get the most far right person that's going to come up and be completely opposite of the left and where they're at, and people are going to gravitate and be like. Jesus, we're going this way. Yep. Like this is just not. And is that the best answer too? Because probably not. Like, because but you and people like you and I, we, we're left out. Yeah. And and the bad part is, that's the that's the that's the hundred million of Americans. Yeah. The it's majority. only about ten million on each side. Yeah. But those ten million are controlling the other hundred million American adults right. that are just sitting back so freaking stupid and not tired of it that they're ripping us apart. You know, and, I, and an example is, how, how many times are you seeing now videos? I saw it the other day where a guy was sitting in his car filming a guy walk up to a woman and steal her jacket. And when he couldn't get her jacket from her, he punched her in the face while this man sat in his car filming it. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, when I retire, if I walk up and see that I'm punching two people in the mouth, the dude that punched her... 
And then I'm going to walk over and I'm going to smash your phone. I'm not going to smash your phone until I bust you in the mouth and then I'm going to smash your phone. Right. That is what I'm talking about. We are having people sit on subways and watching women get sexually assaulted while they film it. Right. I can't, I can't fathom that. You don't right. have to be a cop to not let a woman be sexually assaulted on a subway, right. but yet you can go viral on it and that's all that matters to you. Right. Once a society is to the point we are now, we are to the point where if we don't decide to change it, we will, it will self-destruct. Right. No, you look historically, you look at the societies that have fallen that weren't near as bad as we are right now. Right. You know, the empires and all over the past. And what we're doing to ourselves right now is far worse than anything we've ever seen in history. Right. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And technology's only making it worse. Now, I'm not advocating violence or nothing like that, but I can't understand how we as a society are sitting back and watching people be victimized and not doing anything about it. Right. I can't wrap my arms around that. I can't. And, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I obviously don't. We don't have all the solutions, but until people start, if all you do is get mad about it on Facebook, but that's all you do, right. then, then then get off of it, right? Because you're not going to do anything, you know. Don't if, if that's if about I, as bad as going off on somebody on Facebook personally, but blocking them so they can't see what you say. Yes, <laughs> or you ain't doing nothing. One of the reasons I got off Twitter was because it was like on Facebook. Mine and your Facebooks are similar to where. Man, I just have fun with my Facebook. Right. It's not for me to attack other people. It's not It's not for attention. I did attack certain bearded groups last well, night. It, that, was, that, was, that wasn't necessarily an attack. That was just a public no, information. No, that was an attack. <laughs> there's, there's, there's people with chin strap beards right now that have called councilmen and, and counselors all day. So, um, but, you know, the thing about it is, is like, we got people in our families that their Facebook is a habitual and perpetual drama so everybody can keep up with their woes. Yeah. I'm not judging people for it. That's your Facebook. Do what you want with it. That's just not mine. Right. But with Twitter, man, I was I'm sitting here getting in arguments with people that that I don't, one, I don't Probably know don't they're have real. A face. They're not real. They don't have a face on there. But they're they're either robots or they're some stupid Their nickname. name is Rob 627453 with a stupid cartoon character. <laughs> so, one guy I, I, we were talking about something this one guy said he said something like, you know, pretty inflammatory or derogatory to me and said something about how much balls I had to say this and this. And I was like, balls? My name and picture on mine, you got a cartoon character and you ain't even got your real name. Don't talk to me about balls. Right. And I said, I ain't hard to find. Right. And then I said, you know what? It's time to get off this because <laughs> one, I ain't retired. Right. And two, he pissed me off and it, it's probably some... 12-year-old little girl he that don't, that, who, you know what I'm saying? You, he who angers you controls you. Right. So I just, but but I made a conscious choice to not, I wasn't going to engage in these people. Right. So, but. God, that was me, actually. I was right. the one I don't that doubt it. I don't <laughs> doubt it. That looked like a cartoon because you had a little chin strap beard. I was like, that's great. But, but what I'm saying is, is. That was my burner account going at Tony. That's what social media has become. Because I didn't, I didn't make a comment that was attacking anybody. I just made a comment on a, and this dude come at me and I'm like you don't even know me yeah so I was like you know I what? knew you I just wanted to go at you well and it had I known it was you we'd still be going at it today <laughs> and that would have broke records for the longest back and forth in one feed on Twitter but you know that's what I'm talking about it's 
you know, it's, it's, what are we deciding that we're tolerating anymore? And, you know, and, and until people start getting passionate about what really matters, nothing's going to change. And it, if we can't all agree that we need to protect our children, what's the point anymore? You know, and, and it's easy for me to sit back and say, my kids are 23 and 20. Right. It don't matter to me. I don't, I'm never going to Disney. But I got friends that got little kids. I'm going to have grandkids. And if we don't stand up to it now, what, what would Disney? What if I get you a fast pass? To Disney? Yeah. I mean, no I'll, what no I'll lines. do is I can put it under this table to balance it. <laughs> but, you know, it, now I'm not a Disney like, you know, we took our kids down there a long time ago. But would I take them now? No. Yeah. And, and, and people can say whatever they want like you would. No, I wouldn't. I can tell you right now I would not take my kids to Disney right now. But I also have people that just took their kids. And I, I don't thought hate Disney anybody. sucked. I, well, but, I thought – I think Carowinds has better rides than Disney, like, and it's right down the road. But Disney has like four good rides, and they're all inside of a building. But like the, that's it. The, the problem is, it's what Disney is, I know. or what it was intended to be, the princesses, the palace. It's you know, and it's really sad that that has been hijacked by other people. Yeah. But if you're a parent and going to be a grandparent, and that's not enough. Now, I also want everybody to realize, I'm not. If you go to Disney tomorrow, I'm not going to hate you. That's your personal choice. But just realize when your kids come home one day and not sure about this and this, just realize that you're – so with Disney fighting Florida, as hard as they're fighting them now, you're paying their attorneys. Yeah. You can act like you're not, but you are. Now, the difference in Florida, they just broke it off sideways in Disney yeah, with that new law they just came out, and they took away their self-governing right. Self-governing is what so, heard of. And they said it's going to cost them $200 million yeah, a, year. a year. And somebody else was like, oh, Disney's got no money. Disney. They might. So what? But you, you it still to, hurts the shareholders. It, it, well, what it's going to show is is that we're not scared of them. Yeah. So if everybody doesn't take that similar stance, and, and we can all take our own little stance. You don't have to do what other people are doing. You don't have to go get arrested for certain things. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But if we don't pick and choose who we're going to support, start paying attention to what some of these companies are doing and where they're putting their money. It's like we talked about earlier with this men's shop. You know what? I would drive all the way to York to buy a shirt if I knew another company was supporting this and that, and it's fifteen and it's five minutes from my house. I don't care about that. I'm, right. I'm going to make hard decisions based on what's good for me and what I believe in. Right. And if everybody doesn't start doing that, then do not be surprised when this country continues to go down the direction we're going. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. But it's a it, but it's it's a big deal. No, I mean I joke. I like joking with you anyway when you're talking, yeah. especially if I can sense that you're kind of heated. Yeah, like I'm going to throw something. Well, at you. and that, but with you, but I'm going to go on Twitter and right. like whenever you get back on, and I'm going right. to have a, I'm going to have a, um, a, a burner account, and I'm it's on. So. Well, I, now I'm just going to every every if I go back on there and somebody says something, I'm just going to shut up, Brad. And <laughs> yeah. and if he's like Brad, I ain't Brad, I'll be like shut up even more, Brad. So <laughs> yeah. that's going to be my go-to is yeah. shut up. Chin strap. That's all I'm going to say is shut up, chin strap. <laughs> strap. But, you know, like I said, and I think that, you know, and it, there's a lot of reasons, and we're going to talk about it more, but and a lot of people realize and that, you know, I'm, a, I'm about done. And, right. you know, and it's just I'm not going to be some person that's going to turn into a lunatic. But where I have not been able to say things and speak about things because other people control me, that's not going to happen anymore. 
Right. You know, and I'm not going to be out of control. But on May 32nd, you are going to see a different <laughs> I love mission. that you say May 32nd. I say it all the time. And and somebody, funny, somebody posted like, you understand you said 32nd? Yeah. I'm thinking, these people, well, why are you friends with Tony? No. If you don't understand right. what he just said and by the 32nd. What I like even more is when I say it is to get the people who's who aren't, their math immediately, they're like, they're like, what month past 32 days in it? And they're, and I'm just 30, like, 30 days past September. Right. right. <laughs> and I'm just, and, and most of the time I just, I just walk off because you right. can't, if you've got their wheels spinning like that. Right. But a lot of people, the, the funny thing is the people that really know me, they immediately laugh. Yeah. They're just like, I did. okay. I thought it was hilarious. Right. Cause I'm not going to say June 1st. So no, it's just no, what no. it is. So, but I, think, I do think it's funny. Oh, all right. So let me go ahead and say this real quick. Well, two things. I want to say two things. First thing is um, there's an event on. Yeah, go ahead. There's an event on um, May 31st out at Eden Farms in Clover. So if you're in the Clover area, York area, anywhere around the District Three area, uh, come out and meet some of your candidates. Um, you have Brandon Guffey uh, out there running. I believe that Ralph Norman will be out there. Um, Let's see who else is going to be out there. I have to check because when I'm on one subject, I can't all of, all of a sudden turn to another subject and, and catch it. So, All right, so we have me. You have Brandon Guffey running for York County Council. Um, or excuse me, he's a, he's a York County Councilman right now for District 6. He's running for South Carolina House 48, not 46. Uh, 48, and you have me, you're running for uh, District 3 in York County. You have Rob Rogier, South Carolina. He's running for South Carolina Commissioner of Agriculture. He's a candidate. Come out and meet him. And we got Ralph Norman, uh, United States Representative. He represents the 5th Congressional District, so he'll be out there. It'll be a good time, man. It's, you know, just a real casual uh, in a barn uh, out there. Uh, it's 535 Boyd Road in Clover. Uh, you can RSVP at 417-0477 or, or, or email edenfarms2.8 at gmail.com. The other thing I want to say is I had somebody uh, uh, talk to me. We had a conversation the other day just about, you know, he, he wanted to kind of get to know me as far as running or whatever. And he brought he, – it was a real honest conversation. Um, he was talking about, you know, trying to figure out where people stand. And I'm not going to say his name because I, I think he's a – He's a genuine good dude, and I didn't I didn't mention him, you know, ahead of time that I would mention it. So, but he he said the one thing that that he had heard that, that some people were worried about me uh, running is that I was born and raised in Rock Hill. No matter how much time I spent in York with the Callahans and all them, but you know he uh, he was worried about, or people were worried about, would I am I trying to emulate what Rock Hill does? I will tell you, almost eight years ago, my wife and I sat down. Um, we were talking about the kids being young, and you know, we both realized that Rock Hill was not what it was when I was growing up, and where did we want to raise our children? And it was out in that Clover area because I feel like the way that Clover is now is the way that Rock Hill was uh, when I was growing up. Um, I feel the same way about the way York is. I feel the same way about Sharon and Hickory Road, especially Hickory Road and Sharon, man. Those are just two gems, man. They, the people just don't understand how special they are, but... Um, the last thing that I want to do is to have any of that area turn into what Rock Hill has because Rock Hill has lost, to me personally, this is just me, has lost its draw, um, which is why that I wanted to get out of there. It's a suburb of Charlotte. Um, 
So if nothing else, I'm, I want to protect what is there now and keep it from becoming a, a suburb of a big uh, municipality. So if you had any worries about that, that's pretty much where I stand on that. If I, if I liked the way that Rock Hill was, I would have stayed in Rock Hill. And what was the date you were talking about? That thirty first. What's, the, a, it's what's the, a what's a more significant incident taking place that date? Oh God, you're retiring, Tony. Thank you. The, I do want to say I appreciate your service. It's been well, a long time. It, I've been on some ride-alongs. It is it is not an easy thing what you do. Right. But from a friend brother-in-law standpoint, I cannot wait for you to kind of get some of that weight off your shoulder and kind of enjoy days and. Um, Get some stuff off your mind too. Yeah, and we, and I think and just be who you. Yeah, and it's as people will go, get to know you for you instead of as the officer. Right. And I think that they that they will benefit from it. Right. And as as we go, we're going to do a lot of talking about. There'll be some good stories. There'll be some funny stuff. There's going to be a lot of talking because I'm right. planning on getting this right. regularly. We keep right. saying that. We keep saying yeah, well, that. I, but I'm off on Friday, so this is going to what the venue is. What's been hurting us? You can't. You, there's certain things you can't do in somebody's house. Like we right. Just, you know, you just can't. So. Right. Gary Simmer was huge letting us use this because mm-hmm. we've been looking for a while, just hadn't f- found anything. But, you know, like I said, I, to me, it's, you know, I was, it was funny. I was talking to Chief Arrowwood up in Tryon, North Carolina the other day. We're, we're going to do a golf tournament next week for Trevor. Trevor's a young officer we had that died of cancer right. last year. And, you know, he was one of those, he, he was very similar to Colby, and he was one of those once-in-a-lifetime kid that, that, despite what he was going through, impacted so many people by what he was going through. So him and I were talking, and he's actually going to leave soon. And it was funny because he said something that – and we talked for about an hour. I just called him to find out about a place to stay, and we talked for an hour. And when he was telling everybody up there he was planning on leaving or whatever, some of the – you know, he told one of the county counselors, whatever it was, he said, you know, I'm just tired. And they were like, well, take a couple weeks off. Well, what the average person doesn't understand is, like, man, I'm tired, but right. not, you know, not the kind of tired that NyQuil and a weekend in the bed can fix. Right. A week in Florida can't fix it. It's 30 years. But I'm also not leaving it broken and bitter and ugly. I'm right. not, man. I have, jo- I have, I know God only put me on this earth to be a police officer. I know it. Because it's the only, from the time I was old enough to understand what a job was, it's the only thing I ever wanted to do. So I've never looked at it like I was working. But, you know, there's also stuff that you take home that most people don't understand. And, man, it is, it's a tired that, you know, I'm not going to be laying in my kitchen floor sucking my thumb over what I'm saying. <laughs> I get that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, right. I'm very fortunate that I'm able to compartmentalize what we've seen. But... What you do see, you know, us other first responders, um, it, the average person doesn't realize that. You just get up and read the paper and see what you saw. You don't understand to be there. So, but I'm also I don't want anybody's pity about it either. I don't. Right. You know, it's that's just what I chose to do. And you know, we have a generation coming up behind that a lot of them don't. They don't have the ability to deal with it like that. Right. Some of them are. We talk to them in the office. We get them, and it and it rocks some people to see so you know it's not there's a lot of people leave angry and bitter i'm not one of those people man i am truly blessed to have done what i've done and i'm mm-hmm. not leaving because now i want to be a rogue lunatic on podcasts either i right. 
I just, I've done almost 30 years. Because you didn't go to podcast school. You went to truck driver school. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I kept looking for podcast school, and they were like, you've already, you've got it mastered. Why would you go to school? <laughs> so, but, you know, to me, it's, it's, that's just, man, it was the best conversation because it was so true and applicable. You're just tired, man. You're tired of, you know, when people would tell me, ah, oh, man, nobody want, why would anybody want to do it this day the way people, I, man, the external climate, that doesn't bother me, you know, because I, I, I love going and helping people and stuff like that. And I've never looked at it like, you know, I'm worried about this and where I've never once gone to work and worried about what's going to happen to me. Not right. one single time. But, you know, there comes a time where it is somebody else's turn to do it. And that's really where I'm at. But we, you know, we're going to, there'll be some, we're gonna, I'm going to have some guys on, we'll tell some funny stories and I, I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk about challenges going forward in leadership. And and those will come at a later date. And it's also going to be nice to do something and not get called by somebody that didn't listen to it and told me they heard I said something. That I want to talk right. about um, uh, physical requirements of a police officer. All the way up the, all the, <laughs> all the, way up the chain. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and also, and here's another thing. <laughs> I can't believe you just... Told me to shush. Well, like I'm I, 12. I, well, I got you, though. I got but here's you. the I also want to say this that, and p- most <laughs> people might not even be listening still at this point, but I'll also tell you that it, at any point, if you got a topic that you want us to talk about, you want to come I'm in and okay, talk about, yep. man, reach out to me or Brad. There is no you know? topic that I'm going to be like, mm, nah, we're going to no, stay away from that. Right. So, but if, if there's something that you don't feel comfortable talking about, tell us. Yeah. I'll freaking talk about it. Yeah, or, I will too. If it's something that you're passionate about that you want to come talk about it, let me and Brad yeah. know. You come on and talk about yeah. it. So it because I will I will tell you firsthand. Like just because I'm running for political office, don't mean I don't have a voice. Like I I will talk about whatever. I'm not changing for nobody. I'm not doing anything. I can represent whoever and still be Brad, and that's my plan. And and I'll you and Wranglers I look and boots all day. What's and up? And I'm and I'm not. We're not doing this podcast to get rich. Oh, or to get no. famous or to get <laughs> oh, hell no. We've never done it to get uh-uh. clicks. To me, if you've got something that can help somebody else, then reach out to us so we can get you in here and talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Now, our foot, our social media footprint isn't big. Right. It's not, and, and it's primarily local. But you and I try to do everything we can to help others. Yeah. Share local mm-hmm. business. Share people. Yep. So, you know, when you see us sharing stuff, try to use those people we're sharing you, you know, hymns, the guy I work with, his site work stuff. Just in general, if you see that, we're not just sharing it because we're gaining from it. We just want to try and help right. other people. So, and that's, you know, and that's just kind of how I look at it. So, you know, let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah, for but, real. I think I think everybody should let us know. Well, we're at an hour, so let's go ahead. I want to, again, mention uh, Carolina Motor Works. Gear Sumer, I appreciate you, buddy. I uh, appreciate this room back here. It actually works out pretty good. We like it. Um, hospitality, heat, and air. Uh, Haven Miller State Farm, Spikes, Fresh Pork Skins, and Boiled Peanuts. Tony, it was good to see you, man. Good to see you. Cannot Y'all. wait. Cannot wait. Oh, I thought you said, can I hold on, wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait either. All right, everybody, y'all have a good day, good weekend. See you next whenever. <laughs>